Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall and is for the title of greatest podcast ever made. Introducing first, from San Diego, California, Austin Cook. And from Odessa, Texas, Kayla McLemore. And these two together make up the Internet World Order. Well, hello, everybody. As per usual, it's your boy. It's Austin Cook. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing it. It's finally time. The time to talk about one of the single most controversial and unreal video game movie stories ever. We are talking about the blue blur himself, Sonic the Hedgehog, and his debut live action film which was very nearly chaos <laughs> oh and and Ooh. not and that isn't just a clever uh, we're, it's not just us trying to like reference the dreamcast like chaos in the worst way possible like it was on track to be like the far cry movies bad and then it wasn't no and so because they uh, listened to us yes and that's the crazy part of like and those that know about the Sonic movie, that knows about all the joy, to put it lightly, that went into like pre the movie coming out. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about that because this is one of those movies where you have to. Sometimes production insanity doesn't get mentioned, but this is one of those movies like it's hand in hand. It has to be talked about. But yeah, like we wanted to talk, we, we alluded to it when we did our Sonic episode. But obviously, since we're just kind of covering the franchise as a whole, we just kind of lightly touched on it. But with the release, I believe today, actually, if I'm not mistaken, yes. uh, or at least of this today of this recording, uh, Sonic 2 has released. And now we get to have the fun Google searching of having to specify between a movie and a video game, depending on what you're looking for. <laughs> I'm like, and- I'm just trying to find movie times and it keeps showing up <laughs> as this and that. <laughs> yeah, I keep getting emulators when I just want to find movie times. But, um, <laughs> oh, God. But, um, this is, uh, oh, gosh, dude, where do we even start with this? <laughs> well, we'll start. Well, honestly, I, I, saying starting at the beginning is weird and cliche, but we'll just start because people forget this movie was announced in 2018. Mm-hmm. Is when Sony announced, and that's when Paramount announced like they were going to be making one and everyone collectively just went (laughs) (laughs) the the folds of my body tightened a little bit in anticipation for what we were going to get I was like all muscles everyone's like why am I so tense right now why do I need to like calm down (laughs) (laughs) oh boy and you know what I hate to say it but I kind of I'm curious what would have happened in an alternate timeline where the feedback, the initial feedback of what we first saw wasn't was changed. Ignored. Yeah. Oh my goodness. What if they hadn't changed it? <sighs> the nightmare fuel that was. Cause for those, it's one of those things where like now it's been long enough to where like maybe like it's one of those like, Some things fall between the cracks. And so in in case this is one of those things that's gone down the memory hole for you, look up the original design. Watch watch the trailer. 
Watch the whole True. trailer. It's hidden yes. on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I guarantee someone has it because trust me, the internet, man. So everyone was already a little tense when they announced a Sonic movie that was live action. Because first off, they're like, why is it live action? Why is it not animation? 3D or 2D, doesn't matter. Uh, because, you know, Sonic obviously takes place in a fantasy world. And um, then you found out, I remember people were getting nervous when they found out, oh, it takes place in Green Hills. I mean, not Montana, but like some small town in like the Midwest U.S. called Green Hills. And everyone's like, oh, that's kind of cringy. Yeah. And um, Well, it was Green Hills, Montana in the movie. Right. Well, Monta- sorry, you're right. But like, but everyone's it started getting more nervous, going, "Oh, do not try to make Sonic work in the real world." And, uh, and for those that have seen other video game based movies, and have seen the, uh, to put it nicely, the struggles they have had to put it as nice as we can, since we try to be kind on this podcast. Um, everyone started getting scared. Then people saw the silhouette of the initial posters. And then everyone got real scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm I just I don't know what happened in the the initial like process of it cuz like you could tell that people had very clearly worked hard on it. And I I the people that I feel the most like frustration for are the entire animating team because yeah, I I just like their job. Yeah, they're they're just doing what's asked of them. And I don't know, you know, like someone probably like saw the design and they're like, yeah, we can work with this. Like, that's a starting thing. Like, I I'm not going to claim to be like everyone was all gung ho about it. I don't know what happened. And frankly, I'm not too concerned about whose idea it was anyway, because, you know, like that just happens. Sometimes you think you have a great idea and then it turns out that it's not. And I don't think anyone should be shamed for that. It's just this is very much on a, a public like display where it's just like, you can't ignore it, you know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Especially when it's like, look, and, I, and it's not a, I don't know. Like the initial design was just bad. Like it's like someone pointed out, it looked like they took a human, put him in a fursuit. And like, it's like something you would see at like a, an amusement park with the very clearly human person just wearing a big, head version of the character mm-hmm. so it looked like and yeah i remember even people my favorite thing i think it was a game informer no it was games radar this guy went on this like of course they wrote it to be overly comedic like oh my god why does he have human teeth why does he have human teeth and like just going off about how the insinuations that gives <laughs> dude i and, uh, i i've got to say i think Best course of action. To me, it felt like this was like the first design. They're like, we're going to try this out because we don't want it to look too cartoonish. And I I can kind of see where the thought process came from. Like upon first watching that trailer, I was like, I get how this was kind of what they initially went for because it, I think they're trying to make it look less like a full blown cartoon character and more like a, a Sonic that could exist on earth. And yeah, my thought process is that they probably could have just tested a couple different examples of it 
with different audiences or like different test audiences and then kind of tally that and be like, okay, let's roll with this one. Exactly. And if they did that and that's the one that we ended up with, then those audiences maybe should not be test audiences anymore. (laughs) No, I agree. Like, because it's like, dude, because I, you know what I think helped mm -hmm. like a movie that in like, obviously it it wasn't their goal to help, but indirectly helped Mm -hmm. was detective Pikachu. Yes, absolutely. Because they didn't change those designs. The only thing they did was just obviously give them fur. Yeah, they, and, um, they look real enough. And th- there's some parts of it where I was like, yeah, like it kind of looks a little too photorealistic for like a Pokemon in the real real world. But like, it's OK because it's Detective Pikachu. It, it was yeah. a decent balance. And, that, and I think that helped a lot because I think because I remember, oh, my gosh, when the outrage broke out, when people saw what the original Sonic design was. I remember I can't remember the guy's name on top of my head right now, but. They they found they talked to the original creator of Sonic, uh-huh. of like what do you think about this, mm-hmm. and his reaction was just like he goes, why, he goes you wouldn't make Mickey Mouse look like an actual mouse, mm-hmm. or he goes you wouldn't make Pikachu look like an actual mouse, mm-hmm. so why does Sonic have to look super realistic? Just make him look like what he looks like in the games, yeah, and mm-hmm. and I think everyone's heard that and they're like you know what he's not wrong. And and then the studio, to their credits, they did what, and oh my gosh, it just shows the flexibility of Paramount, because I don't think, well, without getting into details, I don't think either Disney or Warner Brothers would have made this move of, we're going to delay the movie four months mm-hmm. and redesign Sonic entirely. Because it's a CGI. Mm-hmm. You don't have to reshoot anything. Yeah. And so, and then when they, I remember when they re-released, when they released the trailer again, but with the new Sonic, you could almost hear the sigh of relief across the world. Yeah. The, well, the redesign looked excellent. I was like, that it, looks like it Sonic. It is excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, you could just hear the sigh of relief worldwide of everyone just going, why didn't you do that the first time? Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people are quick to criticize the like the people behind it, but I actually want to give them more credit for listening and using yes. that feedback to make it better. I like I'm really appreciative of that. And I think if there's any one takeaway from this movie, it should be that like that yes. should absolutely be what people like take away from this. Not the fact that the first design didn't work. It's that they were like, hey. I hear you. Let's fix it. And then they did. And yes. I was like, wow, okay. Like, well, I that... want Big Cat now. I, oh. <laughs> I was like, Sonic fans now drunk with power. <laughs> Demand Big Cat. <laughs> Where is Big Cat? Where is Cream the Rabbit? I demand oh these. My gosh. <laughs> and I was just like, how about no? But, um, uh, <laughs> this movie really has, and it's weird. I think you might. And I, and I will promise to try not to be too much of a broken record on this. But there's a reason why on my profiles, I always add the little tagline of long-suffering Sonic fan. Uh, because it's just true. And so it's weird to be in this place where I'm just like, Sonic is a gold standard in something? Of mm. listening to the fan base? And they really did. They like... <laughs> and I... I appreciate Jeff Fowler too. Like 
himself going like, hey, we hear you guys. We're going to make it right. I was like, all right. Okay. And, <laughs> cool. and with that, you literally had fans. Because I remember people posting online saying, hey, if the, like, unless you just have absolutely zero desire to see it, like, go see this in theaters. Yeah. Because they're like, they put their, like, and people were, they're like, they put, they, they stuck their necks out there because studios don't normally cave like that. Yeah. Especially not bigger ones. Well, the, usually be, dude, it, the frustration was so swift. Like, it's kind of, oh it wasn't gosh. slow building. It was like immediate. Like, people were so angry. I know, because it's one of those things of like, a story can, be, you can screw up a story. You can screw, well, if you're going to adapt an IP, mm-hmm. you have to get the main character right. Yeah. And they did. It's they fr- frankly and they, they did. did. <laughs> no, no, the redesign. It everyone. I, 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 as soon as I saw it, I went. It's everything I wanted. Yeah. Because since I gave him the green eyes instead of just the black pupils, he actually looked like he could have emotion. He didn't just look like a Teddy Ruxpin that was trying to look into my soul. Oh gosh! And, now that you just said that, I got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um. We had to talk about that because this is one of those movies because most movies have some kind of chaos with the production. And most of the time you kind of, especially if the movie ends up being good, you kind of just, it's, it's kind of like a fun fact or a, what, or a, did you know mm-hmm. with Sonic, we had to talk about before we, before we discussed the movie. Yeah. I mean, thankfully everyone did show up. Everyone who mm-hmm. complained showed up. And really put their support behind the movie. And I think that that's really cool because if fans complain and then don't show up, like, what's the worst? Why would they even bother listening at that point? Like, well, my, my thing is, and I, and <laughs> I don't even know how this will sound, but it's just like, as Sonic fans, we're not used to being listened to. <laughs> we're like, wait, you did? <laughs> but you, uh, I, okay, all right, I'll be there. It we very much was like, the, it was very much like the plankton thing of like, I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> Bye, everyone. I'll see you in therapy. <laughs> Basically. And, um, so, and so the movie itself, like, you know what? And I'm, this is going to be a weird thing to compare it to, but just run with me here. It reminds me a lot of the first Deadpool movie in that they play it very safe. Mm-hmm. They don't try anything crazy. You don't see any crazy Sonic because Sonic has some insane lore yeah. that they could have tapped into from the jump. Thankfully, they did didn't. not. <laughs> Thankfully, no. It's it's a good thing. But um, uh, but just like with Deadpool, where they kind of played it simple and just made sure to focus more on like Deadpool himself, they made sure to focus on Sonic and didn't suddenly have all of his friends mm-hmm. that you're like. And then you run to the problem that you run into with the games of, I just want to talk about Sonic. Like, they're cool, but it's his name's on the title, not theirs. And (laughs) so, and I did like at the very beginning, it played music from Sonic Mania. Yes. I, so from the jump, I had a big smile on my face. Mm -hmm. And I love that uh, it showed him essentially in Green Hills. And, uh, the owl, like long claw, completely made up for the movie. Also fine because once again, the Archie comic Sonic is wild. 
the most so, powerful character in almost all of comics. I, I, not even an exaggeration. Archie Sonic is a god. Barely, <laughs> barely lost to Wally West. And we're talking like full metal, like the most like god level Wally West possible. And if you know the Flash, you would know that Wally West is nigh unstoppable <laughs> yeah what he wants to be but, um, he's like well i guess i'll just change the entire direction of time itself they're like well understandable have a good nice day <laughs> <laughs> gotta go fast oh we're gonna we're gonna do a, i'm gonna try and keep the sonic voice down for this one <laughs> but um yeah and they quickly just established that like you know i know some people had some issue with like the fact that sonic had like built-in power mm-hmm but to, but to me, I was fine with that because one explains why he can run so fast. Two explains why his bounces can destroy worlds. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, whatever, it works. Because like as we, we were saying before we started recording, it's Sonic. You don't have to overcomplicate it. Yeah, and it is the most like basic like black and white good guy bad guy story you can possibly work with. And oh yeah, I think they knew that. I think they knew that going in because like the final product we got is so silly and so like self-aware and like fun that I'm like, okay, they get what Sonic is all about. They didn't overcomplicate it too much. Yeah. And of course they do establish with like the echidnas. Yeah. Apparently they have some beef with Sonic, like they want his power or something, which I'm sure. And like I said, we haven't seen the second movie yet as this recording. So if you already know, like, what the whole thing is there. Cool. We don't yet. Yeah. But um I, I was gonna I like say it. don't spoil it for us, but then I was like, how are they gonna <laughs> we're not live? But, uh... Some guy in the crowd, hey, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Sit out. Oh uh but uh I did like that they kind of show with the ring and I know some people are like, well, you can warp with the rings. I'm like, did you not play Sonic One? That's literally what you do every time you beat a stage. You jump in a ring and go to the next stage. Like, big dog, what what part of this were you not paying attention to? <laughs> well, to me, I'm just like, it was just, to me, a nice nod to the games. Mm-hmm. Like, a way to nod to the games in a way that wasn't like, where you just roll your, like, you can feel your eyes rolling out of their head. Mm-hmm. So, Sonic spends his whole life uh, running away from everybody and staying hidden, which I love. With the Green Hills, Montana that he settles in, he uses it as a way to troll people. Which I'm like, that's the Sonic I know and love. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> our boy, dude. The uh, the poor homeless guy, or uh, is he or even crazy. homeless? No, he's just crazy Carl. Yeah, he's just crazy Carl. Yeah, I was like, he's not homeless. He's just <laughs> dude, like the scream when he's like messing with him and setting off all his traps, and he gets caught, and he's like, I know you're. Right there i was like oh my gosh that's borderline like a horror movie like i was like from his perspective yeah from sonic he's just having fun <laughs> all it needed was like a sam raimi like slam zoom <laughs> yes so I, okay talk about nods it's one thing to give nods to like the video game it, the fact they gave nods to the greater how do i put this outside meme lore when crazy Carl held up a picture of Sanic. Oh dude, that was, <laughs> that was funny. I was like, I was like, Oof. I was the only person in my theater laughing at that. And I was so I think mad. I was too. <laughs> like they put that up and like, you could hear the kids go like, <laughs> and I'm just like, 
<laughs> like from the front row. Like, I know. So I was like, I don't understand. What am I looking I'm like? You don't, I don't have time to explain this to you. <laughs> There's no time. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, green Hills, he's staying out of sight and you can tell he is extremely lonely. Mm-hmm. Like very much as he is coping as best as he can at, I mean, I'm assuming he's like what? 13, 14. Probably, maybe a little bit older. Like he, because he looked like maybe like five or six in in the okay, so the fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, that works. So yeah, and so he's coping as best as he can with absolutely crushing loneliness. And it's kind of funny, even he acknowledges it, and it just keeps going. And uh, it's so sad. <laughs> like, I know. I actually think about it. Like there was a couple times where I was like. Garsh, that's kind of sad. I don't know why I said Garsh, but I was like, it's kind of sad. <laughs> but, uh, at first, like I said, they do little things like he does random poses, uh, like reference poses from the games. Like when he's playing ping pong with himself, and it says like Big Hill, or, or like uh, the name of the sign was a, is a name from one of the Sonic levels in Sonic 2. Mm-hmm. So just a bunch of little things that like catch your, like, uh, catch your uh, eye. The flash. And of course, the flash. Oh, comics, that was, yeah. That was cute. I was like, you had to do it. It was either he's gonna be reading Flash comics or he's gonna be reading like X Men and Quicksilver is gonna be on all the covers. Exactly. It's gotta yeah. be something. <laughs> Which <laughs> I don't know if Disney would ever allow that. <laughs> Probably not. Well, sometimes they play ball. They like do. when they had yeah. Star Wars and Lego Batman. Yeah. 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 That's fair. They're, yeah. So, no, I, I think I'm weird. being unreasonable. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's. They're an enigma of a company where sometimes they they're, they'll play ball, sometimes they get real stingy. You yeah. just never know. Yeah, but, which um, you know, that's just you know just business. You you never really know about business until you're involved in it. True, but uh, so while Sonic is dealing with this crushing loneliness, we get caught up with a uh, James Marsden, Cyclops himself, and uh, who is bored out of his mind as a small town cop. He's almost uh, enti- like I actually think it's kind of accurate how like unbelievably low the level of crime is. Yeah, I mean, I, he he very much has the uh, not I wouldn't call it like a hero complex, but he very much wants to feel like he's contributing more than he currently is. Yeah, he he wants to to do more, and I I think I can understand kind of where you know, especially with that character where he's coming from, because like I grew up in a small town like that. And I wanted to go out and do more. And like, I wanted to expand my horizons and you know, it's comfortable to be in that position and in that spot. But like, unless you try, you never really know what you're capable of. And I think that this entire story is like centered around his entire journey of learning. Like it's not so much about where I am. It's about what I do. Yeah. It's very much that like (laughs) the rebuttal people have when you say like, you know, the grass is green on the other side. It's like, well, if it is, then water the grass on your side. Yeah. Sort of thing. Also, but, um, there's such thing as lawnmowers too. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like, everyone has like, everyone has their own like rebuttal to that phrase now, which is good because it's very much the appreciate what's around you. And, um, <laughs> I like that, uh, Sonic has nicknames for everybody in the town, mm-hmm. which once again, that fits him so well, especially as a creation of the nineties. It's perfect. And uh, he nicknames James Marsden Donut Lord, since he's always talking to a donut. 
And I love that when he had the sprinkle donut, he actually moved the sprinkles to make a little mustache. I was cracked. I didn't even notice that until I saw it the second or like the this last time I was watching. And I was like, hold on. Yeah. Did he move the sprinkles? There's some little details thrown in there that are pretty funny. Yeah. So he gets his promotion. He, he applied to try to become a cop in uh, San Francisco so he can move to the big city. Like you're saying, Austin, expand his horizons, try yeah. something new. And if you move to any city in America, you're it's going to be different <laughs> than oh, a small a, town. <laughs> yeah. Going from a t- going from a small city to like when I went from a small city to LA, culture mm-hmm. shock. Oh, dude, it's what? not even remotely close. <laughs> yeah. It, at that moment, I was like, whoa. But um, literally uh, anywhere you go, like even Austin now, like you move, you go into Austin from anywhere else, you're just like, wow. Like it'll it'll knock you for a loop. So if he's looking for something like that, oh, you're gonna get it. Oh, absolutely. And I do love like that a lot of the jokes, like this is a. I want to say wife. Yeah, that's his wife. Oh, that's right, yeah, right. Because they talk about it later. About yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. But his wife. I love how like, she's like, as he's opening the letter, she pulls out a cake to congratulate him. Oh, and yeah, the it's like, like San Francisco sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, wrong one. This one. And I was like, I knew you could do it. That was cute. I, <laughs> I, I see. It's another thing I appreciate about this is like they have a great like relationship like you know there's slight little bits of conflict that they throw in there that aren't between them but yes i I appreciate seeing like a healthy relationship on screen it it's so weird how like when you stop and think like you would think that would be portrayed more often but it's not but it was in this one and that's part of what attracted like uh part of my sonic like those two stuck out to him because like wait they're like a happy couple this is I kind of would like that almost like they're a family and that's what sticks out about them. Those two specifically for him. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, okay. We got to mention this. Okay. I remember when we got out of the theater. Everyone was talking about it. The brick to the head of product placement. Oh my gosh, dude. When you're, <laughs> when you're here, your family, and like the Krispy Kreme, it was Krispy Kreme donuts, right? I believe so. Oh, gosh. Like, it was, you know what? I've gotten so used to it that I kind of just block it out at this point. Like, I know it's there. And I'm just like, you know what? It's going to be there. Might as well accept it. (laughs) Oh, I know. But, like, the Krispy Kreme works because obviously you need a donut shop. And you got to pick something. But, like, it was the Zillow and the Olive Garden that got people. Yeah, the Zillow one. When they're like, I checked on Zillow to see what the rent was in San Francisco, and it was, like, 4400 And I was like, really? That cheap? Like, I heard that. <laughs> Thank you. You got to expand your horizons there a little bit. <laughs> but um, I, mean, I had friends like, is that accurate? I'm like, that's downplaying it, my guy. Yeah. It's, and, um, it's pretty like i i think they kind of just threw in a number there because like when i looked at the size of it i was like no that's it's got to be a little bit more than that because like i know people that live like in a not super amazing part of town like it's it's nice it's like on the marina i think but they pay like 1700 each and there's seven of them Jeez. like i yeah i hear that and they're like oh well i'm only paying 1700 i was like Ugh! Like, <laughs> I was like, I, whoa! I, so what was that? I just, I almost threw up. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I did uh, throw up when they told me on cue. I literally <laughs> vomited everywhere. But uh, so you've established that like uh, Sonic is super lonely. 
you have James Marsden, and I'm going to keep saying that because I don't remember his character name. Uh, Donut Lord. Because Donut Lord, or I, you know, Cyclops, whatever, shorthand. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's Tom. So, it's Tom Wachowski. <laughs> thank you. But, you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Sonic has this moment where, because you see him like, when you see his kids playing baseball, and he plays baseball with himself, which was a really cute scene and also shows you how fast he is. Mm hmm. I like how they, they showed you without beating you over the head with it, how insanely fast he is. Yeah. No, it's, but, it's know, pretty they, perfect. Yeah. Especially with the way he would like take all the roles mm -hmm. on the field. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what he would do. And then, you know, and he starts running cause he gets real sad. I know some people are like, that's just weird. I'm like, have you never been an angsty teenager? Yeah. My God. This is his on. brooding moment. <laughs> this is, this is his Batman. <laughs> I really must was. think and rude. Yeah. Uh, and I will say, I do appreciate the one-liners he has. I know that all of them hit, but I'm also like, well, when I was 15, not all of my one-liners hit either. So most of my one-liners don't hit to begin with. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and he's basically, so, and as a teenager would be, he's basically like a meme regurgitator which i'm like mm -hmm. also accurate that's yeah. how teenagers are he's and um he's filled with references to the point where it's almost like he just like sped watch a, he like sped watched a bunch of vines and then was like yep. done and like just started <laughs> well, shooting them out to see what works yeah at supersonic speed he watched the entire catalog of vine <laughs> and then was traumatized <laughs> i know right it was like but, whoa um, whoa whoa <laughs> I saw some things, man. But um, but then the explosion that went off, which uh, took out like the whole seaboard, that got the attention of the government. Which, and I love the fact that nobody in the military likes Robotnik either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like we have to call a man, and they're like, "Oh God, do we?" You're not suggesting what I think your suggestion. Like the way they discussed it, I was like. This is this is kind of funny. I like a, a lot of people will kind of look at this as like, oh, it's just kind of dumb humor. But like there's genuine moments where like Alma and myself were laughing out loud, like in. The theater. Oh, yeah. I was like, that's really funny, actually. <laughs> like, even if it wasn't super, super funny, it was funny to me. And I think that's yeah. kind of what this movie excels at. Yeah, they're playing very much the dear God, help us all that we unleash this man into the world. And, uh, and of course, Jim Carrey was the absolute best choice to play Robotnik. Yeah, I if they hadn't changed the design, I still would have watched this movie just for him. Yeah, no, I I, I probably would have too. None of my friends would have went with me, but I would have watched. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been alone in there, but I would have absolutely committed. Yeah, because like Robotnik is very much, especially as they flushed him out more and like the. 3D Sonics. Uh, he very much is the. Uh, I think Jose, I heard it once in the the Team Four Star abridged with Vegeta when he's like, "I will kill everyone here as long as you are one of them." You have five seconds. <laughs> yeah, which is which is Robotnik. He will blow up half the world as long as Sonic was on that half. Yeah. <laughs> he'll well, he'll blow up everything, even if he dies, just because it means that he won. Yep. I mean, in Sonic Adventure 2, he literally 
put a giant crater in the moon just to prove a point. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know what, when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So when you have someone that's that over the top mm-hmm. and basically has a, he will go from one to 60 in 0.1 seconds. Jim Carrey is the perfect person. Yeah. Cause he can, he just does that naturally. Yeah. No. And he, he's so perfectly over the top. Like I can't imagine anyone else's brand of humor being a better fit for this. And he, not, not that he's not versatile. He's very versatile, but he just gets to do whatever he wants here. And yeah, I think that's, one of the best things about the movie outside of just the fact that it feels like I'm watching a Sonic movie mm-hmm. in the best way that I could have imagined it turning out. And he just, he just nails it. Like it, it's so much like it was such like not a surprise because I knew that he was no matter what going to be the best part of the movie. And he still is, but it feels like it was just made in heaven. Like they just oh, absolutely yeah. knocked it out of the park. I mean, because since Sonic was going to be pure CGI, and as much as I do like uh, Marsden, uh, I knew like him and his wife, like the, and the actors playing his wife, like they weren't going to be the people that were going to make or make or break the movie. And obviously, with Sonic being the main character, it's still pure CGI. So whatever he does, whatever he's programmed to do, so the person has to, that's kind of tasked with carrying the load, like acting wise, is Jim Carrey. Yeah, and he, which is fine. Well, he yeah. handled it. <laughs> yeah, the the thing with like Tom and uh, Tom and his wife, they're kind of like our perspective, which yes. uh, they're they're done well. Uh, it's Tom and Maddie. I, I'm remembering now. Thank like, you. I watched it last week, but I was still like trying to remember everything, so I pulled everything up. But it's a uh, Tom and Maddie Wachowski, and th- they're sort of us. Like they're the people who are just like, "What's going on?" in a movie while like everything sort of happens. And yeah. like Dr. Robotnik is really more of just the like, I'm just going to be zany and bad. Oh, he's the Saturday morning cartoon villain ramped up to 15. Right. And everyone else is the balance to his craziness and it yes. works perfectly. That's why everyone else has to play like the straight man to him. So the way what he does works. Right. And what was that <laughs> when he first shows up? So oh, just first, are you first in charge? Of all, <laughs> Neil McDonough, our boy. I know. I love him. He like, he's in so many movies and people are like, I know that man. And I was like, you better put some respect on Neil McDonough's <laughs> name. <laughs> like that man is everywhere all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and yet he's also not in enough. I'm just saying. And, I love like how he's just like, I'm in charge and he's all like kind of all over the place. And then uh, like his, uh, his sidekick, I think agent stone, uh, right? That's agent name. stone. Yes. Agent stone. Yeah. He, he, he has a little bit of quirkiness to him, but not too much. Like he's still kind of like, you know, like the little smiling, like I'm the, I'm the, the assistant. Like yeah. <laughs> he, he wants to be liked and approved of, but without going <laughs> the, <laughs> Put your hand up to your neck and thrust yourself against the wall. I was, oh my God. <laughs> and he did it without even questioning. He's like, yes, sir. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And just. <laughs> so stupid. I know, especially, are, are you in charge here? Well, nope. Nope. No. no. I'm in charge. 
he was pulling the I am the captain now. And <laughs> he knew the way. <laughs> you knew that he, that and had to happen at some point in this episode. Had to. I just thought it was funny too that like his little uh I think as close as they could have to having a power glove without Nintendo suing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that had, that's true. And um I know some people had their beef with him having drones. Man. But there was a point in the movie I realized they're going to start off on realism or as real as much realism as you can inject mm-hmm. and then slowly get crazy. And the rest of the movie just proved that I was correct in that assumption. So Robotnik starting off with drones works because mm-hmm. it shows he's really smart with robots and he knows how to make them incredibly versatile. Yes. Which then when he starts making all of his crazier off the wall you know, stuff, you'll be like, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. And, uh, also just the way, like, as zany as he acts, the way he immediately figures out, finds Sonic's footprint and like figures out everything, it's like, it does show you how smart he legitimately is. Yeah, no, he, like, they overblow it a little bit. They're like, he's got an IQ of 300. I was like, well, if that's true, he would probably just be super depressed. <laughs> he would, How like, would you have an ego his size? Well, when you're, when you get to a certain point, I think in like hyper intelligence to that point, you kind of become so unbelievably aware of like every single small detail that like you literally cannot like relate to anything else around you because you're just like, you know too much. And yeah. I, I think with him, it's like, he's like the cartoony version of what that would be like, but without any of like the real complicated emotions of it, which is good. Like, yeah, absolutely. No, that, should should be that, not way. Be, <laughs> that should not be in a Sonic movie. No, please. No, <laughs> but um, leave that for something else. <laughs> let, 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 let actual drama movies handle that. This is goodwill and, um, hunting. <laughs> like, exactly. So he immediately obviously doesn't know it's Sonic, but he immediately is like, oh yeah, this is an alien. And just, I gotta say, Robotnik and Tom's interactions when he goes to like investigate the house, mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, especially no, that, that's the way a that genuinely Tom, good scene. Yeah, especially with the way that Tom's like, yeah, he knows he's not going to be able to like match wits with Robotnik on like tech, but he can be like, Oh yeah, you know my friend. I can't remember the friend's name, like Spencer or whatever. It's like, oh yeah, he just like really likes uh, golf. He's like, he's more of an ultimate frisbee guy. So who are you really? Yeah, he's <laughs> like. Also, he works for the gas company, like something along the or he doesn't yeah, work yeah. for the gas company, something along that line. But like, or like tricking him with common sense. Yeah, <laughs> because like Robotnik's one big flaw is that he underestimates everyone else's intelligence because he thinks that he's too smart and that's kind of like one of his big downfalls is like he literally thinks that he's too smart to fail and yes i i appreciate that that's like a a detail that they seem aware of and not just good guy win bad guy lose lol like yeah (laughs) like he's trying he literally thinks yeah everything he does he thinks is perfect and there's no way it can screw up Mm -hmm. so yeah now we established all that sonic since there's people coming after after what he did, he's just trying to like bail to a whole new world. He's trying to go to Mushroom Hill. I mean, uh, just the Mushroom Planet. Ugh. No, I'm not referencing Sonic and Knuckles. Um, but uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, 
And then we get the great moment that looks way better with the redesign when Tom shoots him with a tranquilizer. Uh, and, uh meow. <laughs> yeah. And I know brutal. Some people got all <laughs> some people got all nitpicky with him. Like, he has super speed. He would have just dodged that. I'm like, have you never just frozen before? Yeah. And like he was shocked he got caught. He was like, yeah. uh, what do I do? Because it's like you either run like I, I will counter that argument because it's like, where's he gonna run? He just threw a ring. Like is he going to run in there a place that he doesn't want to go and that he's afraid to go into, or is he going to run around and then maybe lose his chance and get caught? Like it's yeah. He, he froze. Yeah. That yeah, happens. It, it, yeah. Sometimes your brain gets the blue screen of death and you don't know what to do. <laughs> you freeze. It's <laughs> like, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> and then of course, uh, Sonic tries to explain himself to Tom and says he got tranked. Uh, he can't quite use his legs yet. So he's like, you're helping me. <laughs> and, uh, and then we get Robotnik showing up. <laughs> I do love that they do remember that Sonic is a teenager. Mm-hmm. So he tries stupid ideas like teenagers would. Like when there's the drone floating around and Tom's trying to like sneak out of the house and Sonic's like behind it on a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tom's like, don't do it. He's like, has a thumbs up. Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you want me to do it? Like, no, no, no. (laughs) We've got to talk about the line uh, real quick, like between Robotnik and uh, Tom, where he was like, I was breastfed as a child. And he's like, oh, nice. Rub that in my face, too. Like, rub that in my orphan face. And you're like, rub rub that in my orphan face. I was like, dude, this movie's (laughs) insane. (laughs) I got to wonder, especially like the reaction Tom has looks so genuine i Mm -hmm. wonder if that's just an improv line carry through in there yeah it was probably just supposed to be nice and then jim carrey like added on to it or probably was like hey i'm gonna improv a little bit and they're like dude you can literally do whatever you want like (laughs) i've heard i've heard stories with other like especially comedies he does Mm -hmm. that he's or done that like there'll be moments when the script it'll just say in parentheses and jim carrey proceeds to act like jim carrey and he just, that's when he just kind of does whatever he wants. And I feel like there were several moments of that in this movie. Absolutely. They're like, I feel like they didn't even really need to direct him. They're just like, hey, you're doc, Dr. Robotnik. Here's the, the scene. And he's like, perfect. Say no yeah. more. And, and the franchise has been around long enough to where he's just like, where he could at least have like some knowledge of him already. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's got it to some capacity. And it, like... <laughs> Like the scene where he's getting all prepared with the quill and stuff, like when he finds Sonic's quill and he's doing the whole like virtual reality thing where he's ducking his head with the T-Rex and like Mm -hmm. that entire scene and like, oh, the the latte when he's like, of course, I want your lattes. I love the way you make them like the the aggressive like agreement. It's stuff like that where I'm just like, there's no way that like they told him like their like their direction to him was like hey man we totally trust you like here's your scene oh yeah <laughs> and, and honestly at this point in his career he has 100% earned that so yeah I'm it's, all it's for Jim it. Carrey dude <laughs> yeah and you're telling him to basically act like the exact kind that's why even uh, in the critic reviews mm-hmm. when you see the critic consensus it's like they said Jim Carrey harnessed the insane, insane chaotic energy that made his career and I'm like the perfect summary 
Yeah. <laughs> it looked like he was having uh, fun again. Yeah, and in interviews since the movie, he's even said it's the most fun he's had doing an acting gig in a very long time. Yeah. And That's um, probably why he hasn't retired yet. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I just love how Sonic jumped on the drone and immediately regretted his decision. <laughs> he was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> but uh of course when they deal with it and they get out of there, of course the Tom punches the crap out of Robotnik. And uh and I just love when he's like when he has to get like new glasses and he's telling Stones like call them. They know the kind I like. And <laughs> I forget it's small stuff like that, dude. Uh, I know. And and he does find the quill. Which, of course, is important because it's like, and those of us that know Robotnik, it's like, oh, no, the last thing you want to do is give this guy new toys. Yeah. Because he will obsess over it to figure out, like, how to make it work. You like the like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. <laughs> yeah, especially when we put his tongue on it and it shocked him. He's, and he looks at Stone's like, want to take a hit? You want to <laughs> take like, a hit? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa there. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's like, Jim, calm down. This I think this movie's PG. Calm down. <laughs> right. It, it doesn't stretch it too far. It's just no, I, it's funny it was the way funny. they do it. Yeah. They they really nailed this entire like the tone of the movie, I think, is like it's consistent without being like too edgy to the point where you're like, okay, Shadow. Like I know, right? I was like, well, because we have to save it for him. Yeah, oh, he's going to be so <laughs> brooding, dude. Like, if he shows up in part three, oh my gosh, they're going to make it so, like... Oh, and Sonic is going to relentlessly mock him, and I'm going to love every moment. Where are my parents? Oh, that's right. I don't have any. Oh, the edge. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, if Sonic doesn't make every, like, Batman and Punisher and Daredevil joke he can think of... Yeah. Like, Zip it, but, Thanos. <laughs> basically. But um, the movie quickly devolves, like, not devolves, but, like, turns into a buddy movie because uh, Sonic actually had the, like, lost his, like, uh, bag of rings. And it's on the, what's the name of that building in San Francisco? Oh, dude, I can't remember. It's, I- <laughs> it's, it's uh, one of the big, it's one of the key buildings of the city. And so it turns into a buddy movie of them going down. Oh, uh, Transamerica to... Pyramid. There you go. Thank you. And um, and I just want to get this out in the open because one, this movie actually does acknowledge MatPat, and that's kind of cool. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah, when Robotnik goes, "Hey, eh, you shouldn't be running all the time. It's bad for your joints." They've proven it. That was a reference to MatPat, dude. And, uh, he probably lost his mind when he heard that. <laughs> like, oh, I remember, there was a video when he when he talked about Sonic, the Sonic movie, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "Oh my god, I'm in Sonic lore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm officially canon." <laughs> but uh, he did a whole theory. We talked about like Sonic by himself could have just ran the, I think in a span of like three hours, covered the entire country and found the rings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you're thinking like an adult. Sonic is a teenager. Yeah, he's a literal child with yeah. an adult who has no idea what he's fully capable of. Yeah. yeah, an adult that has no idea what he has agreed to either. 
Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's like when you told someone, hey, just go west. And he took off and came back because he fell into the ocean. Because he's like, I have no idea where I'm going. Yeah. And they're like, well, you could have Google Maps it. And he's like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. it, it works better than be, some people like when I so I just want to point that out because I know like Matt Pat made a film theory on that. I'm just like, dude, he's a teenager. You're thinking like an intelligent adult. So cut the movie a little bit of slack. They knew what they were doing. They did. Oh, the scene. We got to talk about the chase scene. Like, I don't know if we need to cover every single beat of this movie, but like there's uh well, there's two that I want to cover. There's the the chase scene with the robots and stuff. Where like mm-hmm. they keep defeating it and it gets smaller and smaller <laughs> and they're just like, come on, man, to the point where it turns to a sticky bomb. And yep. when he throws it, he's like, see, we got rid of it. And then it still blows up. And I was like, oh, gosh, what if we just had like this big tonal switch where like know, t- right? Tom's like looking up through like the haze and like he sees Sonic like doing the whole saving private Ryan thing where he goes over and <laughs> picks up his arm and he's like trying to like carry it away <laughs> like through the storm. <laughs> I know. Or like we're talking about something here that you start you hear like that flashback like you like, can't hear anything. The ringing audio is just like tinnitus, and you just look up and you see him like all wounded, carrying his severed arm. Like, dude, I was dying laughing when I brought that up, like while watching it, and I was like, dude, we gotta pause this again. Like, oh no, it was. And I like, and I remember even in the theater when it came out to like the little tiny one that was like a sticky bomb. Mm-hmm. Even the people in the theater are like. Come on. I'm like, bro, that's Robotnik. Yeah, I was like, this He's is annoying like that. This is accurate. Like <laughs> it's literally by design. And like it, it's small stuff like that, like where I'm just like, this is very much like Sonic lore accurate. And like even the it felt kind of like satire, like cheeky satire. But the scene where they're in the bar and he's doing stuff off his bucket list. Yeah. And uh, oh, and has this quicksilver moment. He has his quicksilver. I was like, they're gonna do it, and I'm okay to. with that. But I just, I know they're gonna do it, and it was almost beat for beat, exactly like quicksilvers. And I was like, man, I don't even care. Like, <laughs> I love this. It's cool. Yeah. It's not like if they were doing it with characters that aren't fast enough to pull that off, or don't have super speed, then you'd call it like a ripoff. Yeah. But like. If you think about the three characters that have done scenes like that, it's literally Quicksilver, Barry Allen, mm-hmm. and Sonic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Barry Allen was uh, quite different. <laughs> I know, I know. But say, like, having, like, the, like, showing you how fast they can really be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that works because they're speedsters. Mm-hmm. I mean. And it's cute. Uh, it's fun and it's cute. And it, like, there's no real his, harm in it. Yeah. That's what made his different. Because also, he thinks like a kid. So he's not trying to hurt anybody. He's just, he, he's 100% not above, he is not above humiliating the hell out of you. But he doesn't want to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll tie your shoelaces and give you a wedgie, but like, yeah. not gonna like turn the bullets or like point the guns in opposite directions like Quicksilver did, which yep. m- mildly hilarious. But, <laughs> yep. but, um, or just like the way like when you put the like, the bull head on the guy and then had the little like red napkin his, and just like waiting for him to start moving at normal speed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh <laughs> the scene after when, <laughs> when Robotnik's at the bar 
and you know he beats up that guy and then when they're outside he's like up top to his buddy and then throat punches him dude i was screaming i laughed so hard because it just seemed like such a genuine like left yourself open i couldn't breathe dude that i was that was the hardest i laughed the whole movie because i wasn't expecting it nobody was everyone was dying laughing at that one because it also i will say the way he bullies stone does show that robotnik could have friends if he just wasn't such a jerk yeah if he wasn't pure evil incarnate like he could have a couple friends here and there yeah I, there yeah. are some people that actually like palling around with him, but he's also just 100 percent like the worst so yeah well we'll see down the line kind of how things go especially with knuckles in the next movie and you know if he teams up with rouge the bat and you know maybe a couple other people in the universe gosh there's so many what's the alligator's name again oh my gosh uh vector vector yeah well i was like i should have known that i feel like a bad sonic fan no i I knew cream the rabbit but not vector like (laughs) knuckles chaotix oh so uh oh no he (laughs) Yeah, that's what most people say about that game too. Anyway, yeah, uh, I know, <laughs> but uh, it shows obviously, and then yeah, the whole scene like we were just talking about with all the drones going against the car. But there's also a key moment in that where Sonic discovers that Tom wants to leave Green Hills, and Sonic's like, "Why would you want to do that? You're like surrounded by really awesome people and have a wonderful wife. Like, why leave that for a what if?" Mm-hmm. And uh, and I get where he was coming from. He's very much, especially since, you know, he's grown up with nothing. So he's very much like, uh, do you know how fortunate you are to have all this, like, good stuff that people, he's almost like like me, would fight super hard for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, well, I and I thought that he was, like, overreacting a little bit. But it, it makes sense because it's like he's a teenager. He's like, well, why would yep. you want to leave when you have it so good? And that's definitely exactly. a Mickey Mouse voice. But oh, I know, but, <laughs> but it's also like you said, like it's a high school thing. It's like, mm-hmm. especially because he has, <laughs> I'm not trying to overanalyze the Sonic movie, I swear. <laughs> but with the whole like, uh, no, because like the way he's like kind of like been a friend from afar. Tom yeah. had no idea who he was and he's been in town for years. And so Sonic kind of sees it almost as like his best friend leaving him. So that's why he kind of takes it personally. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I can get that. That makes more sense. Yeah. But uh, then like you said, they have the moment where you think Sonic dies. Doesn't. <laughs> and I do love the moment when even Tom's like, how are you not dead? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the little spin. And all the yeah. cheesy like, oh, give me a big fat break and like all that stuff. Like, yep. it's cheesy. It's it's goofy. It's kind of uh, at times a little dumb, but it's by design. It it feels yeah. all intentional. And I appreciate that. And we have to remember the key demographic for this, despite the fact Sonic has been around for 30 years. The key demographic for a Sonic movie is still going to be children. Yeah, th- this is the same movie that opened up with a freeze frame. And yeah, you're probably wondering how I got here moment. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, I saw that and I was like, oh, man, (laughs) they're really going all in on that. (laughs) uh. But um, then they actually they get the rest of the way to to San Francisco, as you're saying, like getting stuff off the bucket list. Obviously, they're bonding and becoming actual friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
the whole random subplot about how Tom's sister-in-law wants her sister to get a divorce so badly. Why, dude? <laughs> I was like, and I'm sure they play it because she plays so over the top. I was like, it has to be for laughs. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this is such a weird subplot to have in a Sonic movie. If It's like super aggressive too. Like they really make it out like she hates Tom. And I was like, why though? Like, I was like, what did he do? Like, Outside of being a cop. <laughs> but my thing, I was like, well, like, I, think I was like, usually when you have this kind of hatred towards somebody, they've done mm. or said something. Yeah. It's just to drive conflict. No, I know that. I mean, I, from a story writing standpoint, I get that. Mm-hmm. But it's also just like, when you see it, though, you're just like, whoa, this kind of aggression is like, this is like the, uh, you got into an actual fist fight at like Thanksgiving sort of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I couldn't think of a reason. I was like, I, I don't know, dude. I, I don't know. It, but, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I get, I mean, it works also because I know the whole like mother-in-law being a monster is way overdone. So this was mm-hmm. different. And, uh, and of course you have, I love the moment uh, when uh, I forgot her name was the name of Tom's wife again. It's uh Maddie Matt. Okay. When she's like, she brings Tom outside after Sonic wakes back up and she's like, do you see how calm I am? You see, see, I'm doing great. And she just flips out. Like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, does it, does it talk? He's like, he's like almost constantly. And it, oh, he calls her pretzel lady. That that was his uh, his nickname for her. Yeah, because he always did like yoga. He was like trying to also do yoga. Mm-hmm. No, that that's funny. He uh, yeah, that that was a cute scene with all that. And then the the shoes when he finally gets his iconic shoes. Yes. Yeah, that was really cute. Yeah, I I dug that. I was like, you know what, works for me. Yeah. Uh, Plus, it's the little kid too that I was, and it was just like. It was such like a sweet little moment. I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, yeah, especially when someone's like, no one's ever given me a gift before. Yeah, I was like, I was oof. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oof. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so. And then. And, of course, Tom is like, hey, we got to get out of here because the longer they're there, because he knows the robotics after them. And Tom wants to keep the amount of. uh People call him the crossfire at a minimum because he's smart. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get some of the funniest scenes when they go to the building with Sonic in the bag. That is funny. That is, that's good stuff, dude. I when he like shows the badge, he goes like, I'm here on official uh, cop business from Montana. You're, yeah. That's how serious it is. I came all the way from Montana. <laughs> you have someone else's child in your gym. bag. <laughs> it's like, is that your child? No, it's not mine. It's like, that makes it worse. <laughs> I like how both of them are just like, you, you have someone else's child in there. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll go with that. <laughs> and you hear Sonic's like, this is worse than the dog cage you had me in. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, that I do kind of, when used sparingly, those jokes can be funny. And it, it was cute. Even the ham sandwich line, I was like, it's a kid's movie. It's a kid's movie. Like, yep. It's, it's there for a reason. And yep. I appreciate that, um, you know, they had that giant climactic battle, which I forgot that Sonic like tackled Tom and Maddie off the roof. 
Yep. And even <laughs> even Robotnik was like, oh, oh my. Yeah, I was like, with a, if you ever need a summary of his like narcissism and how he underestimates everybody, he's like, I was not expecting that. But I wasn't expecting to expect anything. So I still win. And and you're like, wow, you're insecure. Okay. <laughs> like, but I did one of the other things I liked in this movie is over the course of the movie, ro- he's slowly turning into more video game accurate Robotnik. Mm-hmm. Like suddenly he has the like the actual like goggles, and then he's wearing the red suit. His mustache slowly kind of morphing over time. Yep. And so I was like, okay, I'm digging this. Sonic is literally driving this man into madness. Yeah. No, it, it's <laughs> it's well done. And you know, the whole climactic like chase scene and everything, because he decides yep. to stay. And I forgot that it was Gangster's Paradise that played in the trailer for that like <laughs> missile scene. Yes. I was like, people were weirdly upset by that. And I was like, oh, all right. Like it's I mean, just Gangster's about- Paradise. It's a good song. It's not fitting, but like it was Who just cares? Weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I thought it was funny, but once again, I did like that they showed, once again, Sonic trying to have a Quicksilver moment. Mm-hmm. But to show you how much of a threat Robotnik is, using the quill, I, I guess the only way I know how to explain this is he jumped into the Speed Force. Basically. Like, <laughs> he essentially used the quill's power. I think that's essentially what Sonic's power is, is like the Speed Force in a way. And yeah. he basically tapped into that to keep up with him. And I was like, this is fun. Like, yeah. it's the only way to make it even because otherwise there's no chance. Yeah. And and even Sonic being like, wait, you can keep up with me. That's not what? <laughs> yeah. No, that that was fun. And I, yeah. I like that they go all the way around the world and like, you know, Tom yeah. and Maddie get launched into a barn and then the guys immediately like, hey, I could use your help. I was like, gosh, it never ends, dude. It's <laughs> ne- like I've I felt that where you just show up sometimes and they're like, hey, I could really use your help. And I was like, oh, please. Like, <laughs> I just had a long day. Like, <laughs> like when you get into like, you know, you show up to your job or something or you show up somewhere and there's already a line and you're just like, oh, dude, like, <laughs> <Yep. come on. laughs> like give me like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And so, and they're, like you said, running all over the world. The only thing, this is my one, and it's a very tiny nitpick. Oh, here we go. This would have been a perfect moment to put in some Sonic music. I can agree with that. Yeah. Use any of the boss themes. Mm-hmm. And it would have been perfect. I think they will but for the, the sequel. It does look like it, just because they're already leaning way more into the video game with the sequel just from yeah. seeing the trailers. Yeah. But um I think it's partially like a thank you for everyone showing up for the movie too. Like, hey, here's some more stuff from the lore without getting like too into weird. it. Like it's still accessible and you won't be confused when people in the theater go nuts when they hear like Robotnik's theme or something. Like <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. It, that's why I compare it to Deadpool cuz like in the second Deadpool movie, they included way more like the Juggernaut and all this other and Cable and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, uh, I did like the, uh, how Robotnik, uh, oh, okay. I was gonna say, cause Sonic gets hit and I noticed one of the little details I liked every time he gets hit, he spills his rings. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You're right. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm in love. They know the small details. There was a couple times too, where Sonic, um, would say, Oh no. Or like, Oh no. Like 
just slight little stuff like that where I was like, they absolutely put that in there to make sure that yeah. you knew. <laughs> they had, they made sure he said, yeah, that he said, oh, oh no, in a very certain way. <laughs> and, uh, oh no. <laughs> they better so, have Sonic. They better have Knuckles do it, dude. Oh, <laughs> especially every time he gets hit. Oh no. If he, yeah. <laughs> or like he's about to get hit with like a robot or something and he's like, oh no. But oh, like in the God. Idris Elba voice, I, I'm not going to try and imitate his beautiful voice. But <laughs> yeah. but um, when Sonic gets hit, when they're in uh, Egypt, and of course, I just love the moment. He's like, you can't go on that. It's one of the seven wonders. Everybody has no problems blowing it up, though. Yeah, and, that's when everyone was like, oh, this is a bad man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Like I said, the man will blow up the earth if it means Sonic goes down, too. And uh you gotta do so what he you lands gotta a hit. <laughs> yeah. And as Sonic is laying there and you're kind of sitting there going, is he dead? So like, he can't be. This is a kid's movie. And Tom and Maddie stand up to him. And then the whole town shows up and Crazy Carl has a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, that'd be so hard. Psycho, dude. <laughs> I loved oh, it. I like how even the town's members are like, we're going to need you to tone that down just a touch. <laughs> whoa <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like i also kind of felt that he he's like i'm vindicated see he's real and um <laughs> i was right i was right the whole time yeah and uh of course robot i did like the one-liner when robot's like hey don't be too cruel get some ice so we can preserve the body yeah oof. <laughs> <laughs> that's cold and I, ooh, oh wow, pun intended. But, <laughs> but, um, or just like how he had moments where he's like, he's like yelling at something. When a lot of good has, a lot of the scientific advancement advancements happened because of animal testing. You're actually being selfish here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're not fighting against PETA, big dog. You just, I know, right? <laughs> but um, uh, I didn't like the moment where, because because they didn't know Sonic if he was actually like dead or not, but. Tom just goes, uh, oh, I'll fight you. What do you mean? I just run straight up and punches him. Like, teleports behind him with the ring, but then just wails on him. Just goes to town. I, yeah, it, it's funny. It, it's so, like, <sighs> what's the word I'm looking for? It's so, like, absolutely what you would expect of this movie, which is not a bad thing. But, like, yeah, they don't overcomplicate it. They're just, like, punch, win. Yeah. Like it's not, and, uh, it's not crazy. I did, yeah. And then Sonic is still alive and he gets up. I got to give Robotnik credit. He knows when to be intimidating when he, he knows when to be silly, but also when to be very intimidating. Yes. Cause when his, mm -hmm. when his ship just has all the rockets like aimed at him, I was yeah. like, Oh, this escalated. Right. Yeah. He's not a joke. Like it's not to the point where you're like, I don't even care about this person like <laughs> he he manages to be a threat at times yeah and i did like i remember i made some people laugh in the theater when i pointed it out sonic beats robotnik by bouncing on him i'm so glad I'm and it made me so happy <laughs> i'm so glad i'm not the only person who noticed that <laughs> i was like they understood yeah. No, they did. They're like, that's the only way we can end this. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And then he gets the final big hit. Uh, Tom sets up the mushroom planet. Sonic hits him into the mushroom planet, and Robotnik is gone. Except it's Robotnik. He will come back. You can't. The man is the definition of perseverance. To quote him in the end of the movie, I'll be home by Christmas. Yep. And, uh, and of course, you know, town is saved, and then they brought in Sonic music as it's playing a piano version of Green Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did love the moment. Okay. It did crack me up, even though it was very blatant product placement. When, when the government's thank you to Tom and Maddie was a $50 gift card to Olive Garden. Which I'm going to call <laughs> no way that that happened because there's no way that the American government would say thank you. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> but uh, I did like how they're like, well, funny thing about that Robotnik guy, huh? He's like, I don't know who you're talking about. He's never existed. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? I have no, <laughs> that's yeah. accurate though. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. I suppose are like, but if you were to know where a certain alien creature was as they're slowly closing the door, <laughs> the quiet, like, Hmm, if you could help us out though, we'll no. remember that. <laughs> we'll give you but, another uh, $50 and you'll be family. <laughs> Uh, Fast and Furious. I know. Put Vin Diesel <laughs> oh, in the sequel, you cowards. <laughs> I mean, Sonic did reference him. He did. That's yeah. That's true. Oh, <laughs> <Damn laughs> so I'd make it even funnier. But, um, what a movie, though. Oh, and Tails. We we got to talk about Tails. Yeah, like we got finished. Yeah, we got because Sonic finally has a family that he can hang out with. Is a very sweet moment to end on. Then, like you said, it shows Robotnik and, like I said, literally it's Mushroom Hill from Sonic and Knuckles. Don't at me. Um. <laughs> Like you said, basically being like, and now he's fully bald. And you see he has a little bit of a gut developing. And I'm just like, yes. Just the tiniest bit. It's, it's a great tease. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, and, what a great movie. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, because he still has, I think he still has the quill. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, he does. Yeah, he held yeah. on to it. So yeah, and of course it's like, and every Sonic fan knows, like, dude, it's Robotnik. You could strand that guy in literally like, like a vacuum of, like, in, like what's it, like when you go to like the dimension that's like just pure whiteness because mm-hmm. it's like there's just nothing there. You yeah. could strand him in that, and he'll figure a way out. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'll be all right. This is okay. Yeah, I'm okay Except, with the events currently unfolding around me. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell he's clearly going insane because he makes. A new agent stone out of a literal stone. And he throws him, dude. <laughs> Just chucks him. Yep. And, uh, and to your point, oh, I also want to point out, Sonic started calling him Eggman, which mm-hmm. is accurate. He got the name because Sonic gave him a nickname. So we'll see how they go with the movies forward, if they're just going to start calling him Eggman all the time, or if they're going to go back and forth. Yeah. And, uh, it, it'll probably be Eggman referenced at some point. Of course, I mean, or that'd be Sonic's way to get under his skin. Because I could see him keep, I could see him calling him that just because he knows it, you know, pisses him off. Yeah. And, uh, Egg Boy. And as you said <laughs> at the end, Tails shows up. And when I was in the theater, there was these couple of guys behind us. Though when Tails showed up, they were hyped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were, yeah. There, there were some people who were like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you had to. You can't, like, 
you got to have tails. Though it is interesting that, you know, it does end with tails being like, well, I have to find him. And it's like, oh, so tails knows about Sonic. That's interesting. Cause Sonic doesn't know about tails. Mm-hmm. And that is, yeah, that is weird to think about. But it, <laughs> like, and, uh, now that I think about it. Yeah. But like I said, well, obviously that's what the second movie's for. I guarantee I'll explain that. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get answers. This is not, yeah. it's not one of those movies. <laughs> no, it's a kid's movie first and foremost. So you, everything, all questions will be answered. Mm-hmm. And like you said, just what a fun movie. Yeah, no, this is, uh, this movie's awesome, dude. I'm like, it's not the most complex movie. It's not the most like layered there. There's definitely scenes where you're like, Oh, they're literally spelling out what he's thinking to the audience. Like, mm-hmm. okay, no, I've got to grab this. Oh no, they're up above me. Oh no. And like, it, it, there's small moments like that. And like moments where he'll like do something and then quote it. Like he's like actively telling a joke to the audience and it's fine. It, it's yeah. there, but it's a kid's movie. And I think that in terms of what it set out to accomplish, it absolutely achieved it and told a good fun story. You're, I'm not expecting it to win best picture. I'm not expecting it no. to be like the drama that people talk about. Like, like, Oh, it's about the process of like grieving and trauma and like the <laughs> state of the world that we live in. And I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that movie somewhere else. Not in Sonic. Like those no. movies absolutely have a place, but it's not here. <laughs> and agreed. They knock like, it out of the park with this movie. Yeah. It's like other movies we've covered. It's like, they're just meant to be fun. Just, uh, that's what I'm hoping from seeing the like as we've said before from seeing the trailers it looks like they're leaning more on the video games which is awesome and I've even heard from like some early reviews that like the jokes are kind of like faster and uh, are more fine tuned mm-hmm. and I think that I'm like and I thought about that I'm like well that makes sense because Sonic has tails to joke with now yeah so he has someone to play off of Exactly. That's the you can kind of bounce these things back and forth between each other and have like a little bit more to work with and a different dynamic rather than just Tom. And like now that the world's been established, it's not just Tom. It's also like someone else who he doesn't know, but also kind of comes from a similar background. So we'll see. Yeah. And like I said, I'm just excited. Like I said, seeing the trailers, we saw the, the red tornado. Uh we saw what looked like the death egg robot, which if that is what it is, I'm going to be, there's not words for the hype I will have. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Sonic 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. So, so good. any and all references to that is great. And, uh, I said, once again, you get knuckles, the mastered Emerald. So, which opens up all sorts of things they could do in the future for a third movie or whatever Paramount wants to do. Like I think, overall, I think there's going to be a spinoff series for Knuckles, which is interesting because like that could work, especially if you bring in characters like Rouge. Rouge will be there for sure. Dude. There's no had way. to be because otherwise, yeah. how, what would the Knuckles series be about? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> that's not entirely incorrect. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's my Knuckles is my favorite. Like besides Sonic himself, like Knuckles is like it's a one A one B situation, but like. The man, the the echidna needs something to work with, so give this man what he needs. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, especially because there's and like I said, as we've said before, there's all sorts of directions I can go. 
and I, I feel pretty confident that this movie will, the second movie will do well since the first movie for fans like me and you, it gained our trust. Yeah. Which as a Sonic fan is another thing I'm not used to doing. It got me excited about Sonic again. And I, I think that's the most important aspect of it. And I think they nailed it. Yeah. It, it's been crazy seeing like uh, billboards that has Sonic on it, seeing them at like the like kids meals for like toys. When I go to the store, like Target or Walmart, seeing like Sonic blankets and kids like playing the games on the phone or whatever. I'm just like, what decade am I in? This feels like I love it, but I must just I'm not used to this. <laughs> it's nice. Let's enjoy it while it's still there. Yeah. No, it's it's great. And I'm I, I mean, in conclusion, if you're looking for a fun movie, you can wa- you can watch this with the kids easily. It's, oh, yeah. It's a great family movie. It's great if you just want to watch something that's just easy to process and enjoy. And I mean, that's really like it. Yes, it is like a corporate movie that has a lot of money behind it. But like, if you think that it's super corporate and only super corporate, you should actually go watch what corporate videos look like because you will be mortified yep. by the difference. There's a lot of the yep. people that make these big budget movies by big studios are not corporate, quote unquote. They're people with artistic ambitions and it's it's fun to see that kind of you know pop through and shine through in stories with especially like big franchise stuff so if people are like well i'm afraid it's just like another cgi like come get your slot piggies like oink oink like no lighten up francis don't <laughs> like if you don't want to watch this movie then don't i don't care but if you're looking for something fun this is a great movie just yeah. Don't take it so seriously. Life's not about taking every single thing seriously. And this is a great example of how to have fun. Caleb, is there anything you'd like to add before <laughs> I get mad? <laughs> <laughs> it's like nobody, not a single soul. Austin, angry. But, um, <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, like, so this is like Austin was saying, it's like, it's a fun movie. And just, especially for, uh, the adults, if you're watching with the kids, it's not adult humor, but there's just a lot of very fast paced humor that the kids may not catch on to. But as an adult, you'll catch. And so you'll have your own reasons to be laughing. It's mm-hmm. uh, a great way to put it. Yeah. Like y- you have your like they grown in because They're not dumb. They know like if you make a movie for kids, that means there's naturally going to be like older siblings and adults that are forced to sit down and watch it with them. Yeah. So sometimes you don't you have got, a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, so you got to throw in some stuff for them. So, definitely, like, like I said, I recommend it as well. Uh, especially if, if you're a Sonic fan, just because it's just nice to have anticipation rewarded. Because a uh, long time Sonic fans like myself, you you know, that's not normal. And um, it's like a friend of mine put on, like when he posted one time, he's like, it's really weird that Sonic's like now like the gold standard for live action video game movies. And I'm like, yeah, it's weird. Just saying it. (laughs) What a time to be alive. (laughs) Right. So like we're saying, like definitely recommend it. Good for any age and just enjoy for what it is. So that way you're ready for the new movie. Mm -hmm. Have fun. 
that's just just treat yourself have fun don't think too hard about it and while you're at it just remember that we are on spotify we are on apple podcasts we are on google podcasts we are on breaker we are on overcast we're on your web browser we're everywhere you can't hide from us we are loving this show we have so much fun doing this we're always looking forward to it and we love just talking about things that bring us pure joy or any kind of emotion it's all of it is valid and keep listening please keep being wonderful we really appreciate you guys putting in the time and giving us a chance it's always wonderful and we just really appreciate you as well it's uh we really enjoy what we do and you guys are a large part of that so thank you so much but don't forget i'm austin cook and i am caleb mclemore we are the internet world order we will see you guys soon See you guys.